It is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. Where is the gospel in that? Where is the good news in what we've just heard? Well, as we look for good news this morning, we need to remember that what we have just read is from the gospel according to St. Matthew. Matthew's gospel is, is written specifically to and for the people of Israel, the chosen people, God's light to the nations, a holy nation, a royal priesthood. He is not writing to those outside of the covenant, the Gentiles, the pagans, those people, or as those who are not like us are so easily labeled, them. He's not writing to them. Today we find Jesus marginalized by his own chosen people and traveling outside the mainstream along the periphery, at the edge of things. He leaves Galilee and goes to the Gentile lands near the ancient Phoenician cities of Tyre and Sidon. It is here, in this unfamiliar, even unholy territory, just outside the limits of, no, of the known and the reasonable, that Jesus encounters a Canaanite woman. She comes to Jesus, a disturbed mother in pain for her child, and begs for mercy. Lord, son of David, my daughter is tormented. At first, Jesus does not even answer. Then his disciples speak up, send her away, for she keeps shouting after us, messing up our stuff. In response, Jesus tells his disciples, as if to reassure himself, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Next, the woman comes and kneels at Jesus' feet and says simply, Lord, help me. And then Jesus, the one we know as the love of God incarnate, looks at this mother in pain with her child and says, it is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. And Jesus was right. The Gentiles, the pagans, the unclean, the unbelievers, those people, them, they were dogs. Everyone knew that. That's the way you grew up in Israel. The Gentiles are dogs. They would use the D word. They knew that this mother begging for mercy for her tormented daughter was a dog. That's the way life had always been. We were God's people. They were not. 
we had received God's favor and mercy and blessing. They had not. We are righteous. They, the unrighteous, the unclean, we are good. They, morally evil haters. It's not fair that they should have what is ours. The disciples knew that truth. It's been that way since as long as they could remember. And that's the way it was then. And that's the way it still is today. Those children at our borders are dogs. They're not us. It's not fair to take what is ours and give it to them. The skinheads and alt-right neo-Nazis, they're dogs. Them. And I can assure you, for many of those folks in Charlottesville last Sunday, this liberal Episcopal preacher's a dog. It's not fair. It's not fair that they should take my country, my values. That's the truth declared and screamed and chanted on both sides of this present day horror. And you know what? This liberal preacher will quote our president. I think it's on many sides. Fairness is not going to solve our problem exposed once again last weekend. Fairness is not going to solve the problem at our border, and fairness is not going to solve the problem in Charlottesville, and fairness is not going to solve the problem in my heart. Jesus had spoken the truth that day, the truth that the disciples had known and lived all their lives, and that same truth we still live today if we're honest. He had spoken the truth as the Canaanite woman knew it. She knew life was not fair. Having lived alongside a people who scorned and despised her, she knew that life was not going to be the way she thought it should be. And she knew how to subsist in her unfair lot on the crumbs that fell from the others, the well-to-do. So, she speaks her truth and tells Jesus, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. And then Jesus does the unthinkable. He feeds the dogs. He commends her faith, her trust in him, and in the truth of, the li of life as she knows it, and her daughter is healed instantly. So it was on that day in Jesus' ministry that the gospel went to the dogs. And thank God that it did. Thank God that the gospel isn't fair. The love of God is just not fair. You know it's not fair that God should love you as much as God loves me. It's not fair. That God should love them as much as God loves us. 
The love of God is not fair. It is limitless and overflows to all God's children, regardless of our limited understanding of truth and fairness of right and wrong. And it is only this not fair love of God that will break open and reshape our old one-sided truths and certainties, our country, our values. Today, just like for the disciples and Jesus, we're more likely to recognize this not fair love of God around the edges of our lives, in those unfamiliar, yes, even unholy places in our own tire and sidedness, places where we're a little out of kilter, where we're not in control where we've been pushed outside the norms of our certainty, those places where we know for certain that life is not fair. For me, recently, other than just living in this country for the last six or seven months, that off-kilter sort of place for me has been moving to a racially and economically mixed neighborhood. It's been trying to build relationships with people who don't share the same past, let alone a present experience or a vision of the future that I share. It's been playing by communal rules that I don't understand. Much doesn't feel right or fair in my neighborhood. It's when I find myself there, in that unfair place, past my limits and abilities, when I'm certain that life is not fair, that's when I need to hear this gospel. I need to know the not fair love of God. I need to see Jesus here walking with me the same unfamiliar road. And I need to know that just like that Canaanite woman, I can kneel at the Lord's feet and say, please help me. And when I do, I need to know that he feeds me. That he feeds this dog with the transforming, not fair love of God. In God's name, amen.